This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now, we have our next guest in the studio with us. We've got Brendan Cooney, who is the Midsummer Festival Program Manager. Midsummer? What's Midsummer? I've never heard oh, of that. It's this little <laughs> festival that keeps popping up every oh, year. Every you know, year. Just a- Welcome to the show, Brendan. Thanks very much. We're all in our 30s now, aren't we? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. I'm still only 25, though. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> uh, now, now, Brendan, you're the Midsummer Festival Hall Program Manager. We've obviously talked to you a few times, but uh, but just for our listeners who aren't aware of who you are, who are you and what, what are you doing Why in this job, basically? Yeah, exactly. Why did nice. they give it to you? <laughs> I was a Melbourne resident for the 90s, ran a nightclub called Baseline down at the Palace, um, which is no longer there. I did a uh, back to uni after that, actually, when I was about 45, did uh, tech production for theatre. So since then, I've been working on major festivals, landed back in Melbourne just before COVID, and um, Midsummer reached out to see if I wanted a short-term role that turned into the program manager role, and this is my third festival. Right. Okay. Now, program manager role, because, you know, like with Midsummer, you can actually approach Midsummer and become part of it regardless. But you also program stuff as well for Absolutely. us. Yeah, we have about, well, I, I was in here touting how big the festival was last year. We had over 200 events. This year we've got around 240. Wow. The good news from last year was um, people did back me up. We had 50% increase in revenues back to producers and artists in one year. Um, so, yes, two parts of our program. One is an open access where people can join it. Queer artists can come and tell their stories. The other one is that we curate a slightly smaller program. It's Well, it's not that small it's about 40 40 different oh um, really that many it wow. includes our major events as well oh, of okay. course the carnival yep, um the pride, uh, march. pride march and those sorts of things but there's probably around 30 different shows there of all genres uh, that really come together under our our theme this year of a, of a braver space and if you remember last year was a safe space lots going on in our communities and um a lot of bravery that we saw over the last couple of years of people mm. continuing to stand up and tell their stories yep. in light of backlash and adversity um so we've got a beautiful suite of events of yeah. some very brave people either in terms of what they're producing or what their stories are representing yeah and of course it always starts with carnival starts with carnival on the 21st of january a huge event we had over 120,000 people mm. last year it's 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 wild we had we had the best weather the year before to be honest was 38 degrees uh, so right. we hit a sweet spot last year and yeah. everyone had a good time i know yeah. joy was down there and yeah. it was a big day so we're looking forward to uh, entertaining people in the same way down yeah. there and building that space. Now, you're starting a bit later, aren't you, You know, in the month? No, no, it, it usually sits a day. Yeah, it changes a day every year. We're still, okay. we're still in for that. We are starting – we've got another festival within our festival this year. We've got a um, a work called Queer Photo, which is happening out yes. in, in our west. That yep. starts on the 27th of February and runs through to the 24th of March. It's no small feat. There's 17 artists across 14 exhibitions in seven locations. That's the main artist work. And then there's a public program of 35 other events that are free for people to go to out in the West. So we're Mm. really, really picking up a huge program there. 
some of that work will be represented in the city just as a way for people to explore that a little right, bit further okay. as well. We'll be doing um, covering it a bit here on Sunday Arts Magazine as well. Um, the in queer next photo? Year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be stunning. Yeah. It really is. So give us some highlights about what to expect. So certainly within a braver space, some of the highlights, I guess, are Bloodlines. is one by the Huxleys. That was a work that was um, cura- uh, curated and commissioned by Jacob O.M. up yep. at World Pride this year. It's a beautiful work that um, really worships and honours the the artists that we've lost to HIV and AIDS. So it's some beautiful. It's it's a new work, but if you're around in the nineties, some of the imagery really harks back. Its use of colour, the vivid red imagery. Um, what are some of the other? A beat to hold back the dawn. It was a work that won the Bandura Art Prize out out of our Midsummer in Australia Post Award that happens in uh, No Vacancy Gallery. Um, Logan's used a lot of high tech. Um, software and gotten a lot of plans for venues of the past and current venues that are used in nightclubs and meeting places and has done the skeletal you can actually go there and and zoom through these places like the ghosts of the past it's really there to talk about I guess some of the bravery of people that were running clubs in the day where you know you Mm. had to stay pretty underground and keep your mouth shut and don't let the cameras in yeah and hopefully keep the cops out yeah um Oh, Wait, where's that? Where's that? Uh, the Beach of Hobak Dawn is at um, uh, Bandura, Bandura right. Homestead. Okay. One. Another beautiful one that we've been trying to find a home for a couple of years is Homophonic, um, the Respect Project. So uh, Miranda and her team at Homophonic, always a big seller, sells out at La Mama every year. They've got a piece, an intergenerational piece, where they did some interviews with elders and wrote classical compositions around that, which are really beautiful. Mm. And Dr. Catherine Barrett continues to do their intergenerational work with another piece called Gen K. Again, a series of interviews of elders in uh, regional areas. And then matching them up with youth in our in, across our um, communities to try and show kindness towards our elders. So something that um, you know, really proud of the last few years and the work that we're trying to support is that intergenerational work between a younger and older, as well as work between our communities. Yeah, and and it really is important. Well, the older you get, the more you you <laughs> think to yourself, you know, like don't don't forget me. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, like, and of course, involving the youth is very important. I think so. I know what I was like when I opened my club at twenty four. I didn't, you know, every song I heard, I thought it was that song had just come out that year. You don't have a sense necessarily of all the history, and you don't need to be encumbered by that history. But it, it's actually quite exciting. Where at the time when we were doing it, we were just living, doing what you had to do, and mm. making the most of situations. I guess looking back on it, you realise how difficult and unsupported some of those things that we did were, and our yeah. communities were at the time. Yeah. But there are a few people like me, and it was pretty magic spot in the 90s so I think there's a lot of people still around of that era that partied pretty hard have different lifestyles now and I think matching them with youth to understand where we've come from giving them some t- tips on where we head mm. I remember Ken Payne who used to run Zipper and Mainframe always said to me you young queens don't know how easy you got it you have to keep fighting for what you want mm. and that that's true I think of yeah. all of our communities and and I also think that um yeah, a lot of people say, "Oh, the youth aren't interested," but but they are. If you if you get them, you know, if you don't sort of try to pound them over the head, yep. if you do it with hand in hand, is the key, isn't it? I think it? they're so more political than we were in our day. Mm. They're so more connected to the issues that are happening. People are more likely to ask you about your politics when they meet you out. Where we weren't that interested that I well that I remember anyway. Mm. Of course, it's always been politically orientated people and a lot of the artists in our community. But no, I think there's ground swells of groups and. Communities and people in our communities that really come together to support really important causes. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. And what about Pride March? Because it's 
it's huge these days, isn't it? You know, it's um, down here uh, in St Kilda along uh, Fitzroy Street. It goes on for two hours uh, or more. Uh, and you know, like everyone marches in it now, isn't it? It's, it's fire it's engines, ambulances, police, everyone, trams. You know, like trams. <laughs> well, trams. everyone who's in, everyone who remembers of our community. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. Mm. You know, there yeah. are queer fires, queer police, yeah. school kids, big yeah. groups. That oval up there, the Ian Johnson Oval, is just teeming and overcrowded with people. When we get there, we've got a little uh, an extra and, and space. And trying here. to find you, everyone else in your group, but they all find them. And as you, as you said, it's about you know eleven o'clock. It finishes about one thirty when it all hits Katani Guns. We've got a stage down there. Do a beautiful welcome to country, MCs, DJs, acts. Mm. It'll run down there until about four thirty in yeah. the afternoon. So and it's a really beautiful. Celebration. Yeah, and but the thing is, you know, so much activity with the people marching, yeah. but the people watching is just as exciting How as good well. Is it? How yeah. good is it to watch that sort of swell on the street from yeah. you know early in the morning? And mm. what a great vantage point you have here! Yeah. I always love walking past. Oh well, I, the I don't. I don't have that because um, I'm marching. So. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in. Yeah. We'll see you there. Yeah. We, we managed. We managed to get the marching just marching before the show. just before we come here and do the show. How yeah. wonderful! Yeah. yeah, no, it's a it's a beautiful day there that continues to honour that legacy i guess of of where it all started mm. now if people want to hear you know find out more about what's going on you, you, there must be a website midsummer.org.au it's mm. got it all on there like i said about 240 events at last count so um Everything that you need's on there. We're on sale. We went on sale two weeks ago. We've doubled the number of sales of tickets, if you can believe that, in wow. within the first wow. week. And and it's really important. It's like the Fringe Festival and you know, like go out there and support those yeah. unknown artists that are, you know, like putting their own you know, like heart and soul into this. No, they're not going to make any money out of what they're doing. But what you know, like go out and support to give them the next step and the confidence to move up the scale of being a performer. Yeah, well, listen, lots of people making queer stories and telling queer stories, but I, w- I would say that people are making money out of it. They did last year. That fifty okay. percent increase in revenues was just—I've never seen it in a festival I've worked yeah. on. So we're hoping that Great. that sets the tone for this year again, yeah. and that people are really supported. There's so many stories across so many venues and across all of our wonderful hubs, mm. of which the Pride Centre is one as well. Yeah, of course it is. A, a big a big uh, a show place nowadays. Absolutely, yeah. Great yeah. event programming through here. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Always good to see My you. My pleasure. And you. And thank we'll you see Neil. you, you at uh, all the midsummer events. We'll be in the middle of it right through summer, right <laughs> across <laughs> Melbourne. Good on you. Thank Thanks you. so much. Thank you pleasure. so much. We'll be talking to Brendan Cooney, the Midsummer Festival Program Manager here on Joy 94.9, Sunday Arts Magazine. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.